Hello. Have you ever been lost in a foreign country and you don't speak the language and you're in a terrible, terrible situation and you absolutely don't want to go to your consulate because you don't trust your government? <laughs> well, you're in luck because I have a service called, hey man, I need some help. What you do is with the app, if you hit this button, now when just full disclosure, when you hit the button, it costs you $1,000. But when you hit the button, a quick response team will arrive to you, pull up and ask you immediately, what are your needs? What? How can we help you? How can we help you navigate this place? And we do it all. Maybe you, uh, you just kind of forgot your room key and you, you, you need help looking for it. Or you don't want to tell the front desk because you're embarrassed because you don't speak the language. Look, we'll handle that for you. Did you get your passport stolen? We will get you a new fraudulent one. You can, And you can be whoever, whatever fucking name you want. That's how we get down, okay? So, uh, without further ado, thank you so much for, for having me, uh, especially right before my appearance, uh, because I was arrested by Interpol for, I guess, some kind of, like, crimes against the EU or something like that. Doesn't really matter. But thank you so much for having me. I am, once again, Sophia Alexandra. Wow. Welcome to the pod. You've really changed since your European travels, mm -hmm. I have to say. What can I say? Um, you're different. Thank you. You're different. Shout out to you. Drew. are like when Miles went to Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can describe your you, new, yeah, the new it. you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hello. Hi. I am the CEO and president and user of over what? That? An overalls company that designs overalls for any human that also go along with their pet. Oh, oh matching overalls? We will put over what? Over anything. That's so our motto. If I want my flat screen TV rocking the same outfit as me, you can do that? We got you. If I want my um, sippy cup that is like sort of untoppable and i want that with equal drip as me you can hook me up yes if i want my fireplace even though it's not really movable to have you know just a little bit of swagger you can somehow okay. that's out a bad idea because that's flammable so we would not be able to do that it's a safety okay. concern for our company but outside of that over what okay I like that. Overalls, man. You get it. Uh, and who, I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, I am Miles Gray. Thanks so much for having me. Um, and welcome to this show. Welcome to this fucking podcast where we got our stinking asses back together once again. Because, you know, disruptions are temporary. And this show is called 420 Day Fiance. And it is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. Today, we will be discussing 90 Day Fiance the other way, mm -hmm. season three, mm -hmm. episode 13. See. Cole called. Don't overthink it. Mm. Also, Quick shout out to Lydia Popovich, who stepped in uh, for the last couple episodes and helped us deliver this wonderful trash product to you, known as this podcast. Thank you, Lydia. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, we have these sometimes we have people come on. It's rare, but it happens. 
But really? I feel so blessed that I was allowed to take some time off. And thank you for making that happen, Lydia. Oh yeah. You are appreciated. Well yeah, we'll have her come we'll have her come back too. She's she's a wonderful person. Also, like I wanna to go to a place in Tennessee. It sounds fucking dope. And also just, you know, they got it all over there. All that to say, we're back. Uh your parents are back from vacation. Rather, you know, mom was out I guess visiting family in Europe, but we know what that means. She was having a good time. <laughs> And we are back to discuss this episode, and it's like I almost forgot how to do the podcast, but I really didn't, because let's start by first of all letting people know that you can get motherfucking merchandise, okay? We told you sometimes we don't like to tell you about shit till it's ready to fucking go, and guess fucking what, you asshole? It's ready to go. It's pretty insane. You can go mm. to 420dayfiance.com. Ah! You can click on merch. What? And, dude, we got drip for days. God, heavy titty ghost. We got pirates on my tits. That's from the stream. That's from the stream culture. We've got the Munch Mob logo. We've got a 420day fiance logo. We're going to have some other stuff coming up, too. Don't think All we've hand drawn. And hand silk screened by the wonderful Caitlin Gill. Yeah. So it's a group effort. So yes, please check out uh, 420dayfiance.com where you can kind of see, look, the the website's just getting some steam, but really we wanted a place for y'all to get the merch. So hop on in uh, because yeah, these shits are fucking hand screened. Okay. We're doing it big. Now let's talk about this episode. It is time for Steven and Alina. What do you mean? Uh, you're getting married already. How? What happened? So they're going to, they start off going to the marriage office because they need to make an appointment to like actually get married. And first of all, they fucked up the timeline. So there's no way a motherfucking uh, wedding is happening now uh, because of their, their visa, like in the time it takes to get married, they're going to have to go back to their home countries and then meet back up. And I can only imagine what Steven is going to get up to when he's back home. Um, but Sometimes, you know, love is about just being really dumb and she's being really polite. Like when she's when Steven is kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm glad we're finally like doing it or, you know, and she's like, yeah, I well, I would have liked for it to be sooner. And I was like, damn, don't don't start off taking so many L's already like you. This guy is fucking with your time. But unfortunately, she's doing that young mistakery stuff. You know, are you feeling sentimental? I, <laughs> I'm not. I just <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's not that you need. Mm, it's not about love. It's that you need to make your own mistakes, right. and that's kind of what Alina verbalizes in this episode. Where she episode where she's like. I'm pretty sure this is a mistake, but you know, I've been taking my mom's good advice for way too long and I got to be a dumb bitch for three seconds. And I was like, I felt that. Mm, Well, right. Yeah. You always identify with the, like, let yourself burn up upon reentry into earth because you went chasing (laughs) the stars, but that's how you learn. That's you need to burn off that layer of skin to have a new thicker callus develop i guess as you know both of us are former trash piles uh 
in recovery, honestly. And <laughs> I'm still a bit of a same. You know, yeah. I'm in same. It, uh, I am a raccoon. I am a trash panda. And I am important... paper in a tropic state. <laughs> the important thing is watch out for my droppings. And <laughs> I've made a nest of my droppings. No, mm. the point is, is again, everyone is a piece of shit for at least some of the time. And when you're young, you need to make uh, a mistake. And in this case, for Steven, he is the one who's a piece of shit. And for Alina, she's too sweet and trusting and thinks that it's a fairy tale and magic. Yeah. And hopefully the Steven experience, I don't want her to get hurt, but hopefully it'll teach her a little bit. And then hopefully she will never let a Steven do that kind of shit again. Well, she's going to be learning the hard way because they get there. The paperwork's fucking checking out. They're like, this shit's fucking fire, baby. We're ready. Uh, the process has begun. Now it's time for mariage. And, you know, they're, they're ready to go. She, the next day, she's fucking at the wedding dress shop, trying on all kinds of dresses. She found a fucking wedding planner that's bilingual, who speaks Turkish, Russian, like just ready to handle everything. And apparently she called this wedding planner up. And she's like, yo, I'm getting married yesterday. Can you help mm -hmm. me out? And she's like, okay. Like, for real, though, when are you getting married? She's like, 24 hours. And what was her name? Uh, the Whoever the um, wedding planner was just took that shit on. I was, I was like, okay, you're very brave. Well, I think it was not that she was brave. She was like, oh, right. free fucking publicity for my business where I am a fucking incredible wedding planner who's going to pull this out of her ass and be bilingual on camera. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, no one would ever do this. This is so tough. And right. she's like fucking emailing everyone she knows. <laughs> she's like, this is going to be anyone know Bon Jovi? We're going to get him for the reception. <laughs> Whatever they fucking want. I'm there. I'm getting this shit done. Do you uh, like how in my head... Bon Jovi is like the coolest like, artist they could be into I, together. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yes, I did notice. I was like, okay, okay, Bon Jovi. <laughs> but don't you think I'm right, though? Mm, that it's good for who? No, I'm saying that it's, don't you think that's the coolest artist that they're both into? Oh, for them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's. Yeah. Yo, that's actually really interesting. I don't, don't... you think? Yeah, that's very specific, but I think that's straight on the fucking head. Um, that does because they like love like wanted dead or alive. Like yes, they they just like they make out and like that's that's the that's edgiest their, their song. Life, that's the edgiest their life gets is listening to dead or alive. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, like I can't believe we're such fucking rebels. And they get so hype that they then spoon. Uh -huh. That's how horny makes them, and mm. then he like puts his little half chub, right? Like nestles it in, in between her butt cheeks in a way where he's like, no, I'm being respectful to the Lord. Right, exactly. And then he sings his own, cause I'm a fuck boy. Behind <laughs> a Bible I hide. Cause I'm fucking, 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 Whatever he still does, you know what I mean? But that feels, that feels on point for him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, my man's is fucking no matter what, uh, they're alive. And 
She has okay. So that dress that she puts on at the thing was that what was that a traditional? Was that a Turkish dress she was wearing? Yes, and it was, was like, a traditional Turkish dress. And they said that you wear it the night before your wedding. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so it's technically a fuck dress in my opinion. It's a what? It's a fuck dress. What do you mean? Like you just like it? you get it on the night before your wedding, where you're really gonna oh, fuck. Yeah. And then yeah, the yeah. next day, everyone generally says they're all tired, right? I don't know. Isn't that what everybody says? If when you get married, you get you're so tired from the wedding, you don't ever. Uh... You don't ever fuck again, right? No, you don't fuck that <laughs> night. Oh, what? Hmm? We didn't have a wedding. We went to the courthouse, so I don't know. I was like, I'm not tired. All right. Thanks. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Put people on mute. <laughs> folks it's a live show here it's a live show wow okay but you're saying who can remember (laughs) (laughs) that was a whole vibe for people listening at home uh that we are we're doing this on zoom because we normally do it on uh what do you call it twitch but yes. my computer took a dump, so we did it on Zoom, and then I think someone was having uh, an issue with their hemorrhoid, I believe. But this. <laughs> okay, so back to this. <laughs> the fuck dress. Um... It was beautiful, and it looked way better on her than that other dress. And I like that she was like, yeah, I put it on and I knew it was right. And also, I feel like they would both be Renfair people, and it had a strong Renfair vibe. Like uh-huh. the kind of dress where you see it rent for you're like, oh, someone spent yeah. really good money on this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. It's like not the Halloween costume version. It's like for real. So Yeah. Hmm. It it, it yeah, there was Renfair without but Renfair dresses usually is all about bustiers. That's like the thing at the Renfair. It's like the place for big oh, yeah. of people to cosplay the fuck out of their titties. Oh yeah, they they pop them titties. Yeah, hard. And they get fucked up. I always talk about this because it's always yeah. Fun. We've talked about this before. Because I think we both are into Renfair, the Renfair <laughs> vibes, and I always like just like talking to people because they're always drunk as fuck over there. All that. Oh, just, they're yeah. always fucking and drinking after the Renfair. Yeah, and it's cool because like you know, in between that, they like I don't know, have like an owl demonstration or whatever. Yeah, not like an owl. Axe. What is it? Yeah, throwing. Yeah, like a hawk falconing. Hawk. Yeah. 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 And that that's a weapon. Fucking and falcon, baby. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh also I like how she was like, you know, I'm not feeling very traditional. You know, I'm just not gonna do I'm not gonna do a white dress. And I was like, honey, you I, I thought he would be like, can you wear a hyper white dress? Uh for people to actually understand what's going on here. Because isn't she a virgin? I'm pretty sure she's herself, right? That's like cause that's the yes. whole injustice of this. But also shit. Don't you think he would look right in like a velvet coat that went along with that dress, especially with his hair? I just feel like you should have let him know, like, I'm right. going Renfair, so he could have gotten in on it. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, so she, the next day she, or like right before, she also like video chats her mom, and her mom's just trying to get like one last reality check on her in there. She's like, yo, you're happy? Okay, that's cool, because, you know, usually a wedding is something where motherfuckers celebrate. Um, well that but you know you're not gonna have anybody there so that's that's cool and and so you're like 
you're like over like the like gross BS lying and like the cheating and shit, and you're and you're good with that too. Okay. Oh, and like so you like oh it's it's like really interesting because most people like would want to commit their life to someone who could keep vows, mm-hmm. but it seems like you're not into that, and you're right. just someone that you know wants someone to just kind of I don't know maybe probably keep being a cheater and a liar i don't know it's kind of crazy change i don't know but you believe in that okay it's just kind of crazy because i thought i raised you different but oh my gosh i didn't tell you uh alina i was walking you know the lake by by grandma's house that you Mm -hmm, love to play mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. a shell washed ashore and mm-hmm. I picked it up and here, like, I'm going to put, I'm going to put it up to the, the phone so you can hear. You hear what it's saying. Yeah. Listen to this, honey. This is from. Lean in. Do you hear that? Yeah. Do you hear it's that? Do you hear that? saying attention, attention. Yeah, one more time. Just put your ear to it. It's like it's yeah. warning you of an impending accident. That's I don't like know. weird. Why would the shell do that? What kind of, it's a freaky it's, shell, right? Is it God? I don't know. The point is. Get the fuck away from him, please. Stop being with Steven. Yeah. She's on her, like you're saying, she's on her young person journey where. Gotta do that dumb 20 something shit. Gotta do it. You're like walking into like a knife blade into your eye, and you're like, you, you know, you're walking into a knife, right? You're like, it's it's touching your eye right now. Don't don't go any further. It'll go in your eye. You're like, what? And then that is my that would be my favorite time to yell. I get to make my own decisions. I'm an adult. <sighs> yeah. Pretty cool stuff. You don't even understand. Right, that's true. Because I'm dumb as fuck. That's why they didn't understand at the time. Because she was so dumb. Uh, to be young, to be young, to be young, mm. just moan. Luckily, I am still real fucking stupid. So yeah, good, good for us. Look, life's a highway. You know what I mean? And we're gonna ride it all night long. In I was gonna say th- that's another song I could see at their wedding. Oh yeah, that and and I would walk five hundred miles and and also um, five hundred uh, doing that. And and for a modern one, they would have that one that goes, "I think I want to marry you." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What's that? It's like there's ooey-ooey-oohs in it too. Bruno Mars. Oh, what is it? Ooey, ooey, it's ooey. terrible. It's called Ooey Ooey by Bruno Mars? No, it goes, I think I want to marry you. Bruno Mars is, I think, I, I don't know like, if that's the how is that? title. Like, I'm pretty familiar with most Bruno Mars tracks. But this no, is- no, this one they play at every, like, wedding now, and it's not great. I put in Mars Bruno right now when I was searching. <laughs> like, something's wrong with me. Mars like, Bruno Mars. sounds like a magician that's going to fuck you and never call you again. 100%. And I'm, that's who I literally, because I kind of look like him, that's who I would be saying. I'm Mars Bruno, magician. <laughs> Brian, this is all getting cut. <laughs> you just put that in the chat. <laughs> Out of control. I can't believe you don't know this song. Oh, come on. Who cares, baby? Oh, 
yeah, this is that white people song. Yes, exactly. Wow. Exactly. It's so fucking cheesy. As I listen to it, it really kind of fucks me up. It hurts. And you know what's so sad, Emily? First of all, shout out Emily for running the motherfucking Zoom. But yeah, I think this white people shit. I, have, that, I wish that the drop, drop was gone. here. The drop is gone. You know what did survive the fire though? And I just want to say, <laughs> the and everything is. Eat my ass. All right. So, okay. There uh, is a god. There is a god. Then he he reappears. All that to say, um, Brian, cut all that, or maybe not. But we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back after this shit. 20 day fiance. America's so fucking tight. America. And we're back. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Apply directly to the head. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Apply directly to your head. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Wait, switch.tweeb. No. Twitch.tv. Nope. Switch.tle. Nope. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Apply directly to your motherfucker. Okay. Um, that- I think that we are incredibly stupid because i laughed as hard at that <laughs> as as you enjoyed making those up <laughs> yeah. and people get to watch us slowly dive into senility uh, cannabis induced senility uh before we reach 45 Oops. you're welcome um <laughs> okay so we're back. We were talking rent affair outfits. The mom's like, this is bullshit. And now we're on to Beanie and Ari, right? Yep, they're patching it up. Um, so this bitch, okay. I was away for two episodes, but I caught up. I, I know. You you would could you imagine if you skipped them? You're like, what happened? And you're like, wait, Samit's parents are cool with Jenny now? <laughs> First of all, the dad totally mistranslated everything that was said. Um, He's like, was real selective. The mom wasn't like, I like you now. Mm -hmm. And I love you now. She said, I'm going to try to love you a little bit or some shit like that. Or I'm going to love you a little now. Or I don't know. I forget what it was. But the dad is like, she loves you. That's not what she fucking said. Mm. Anyway, the point is. Ari and baby. Ari and baby. Mm -hmm. Ari and baby. Wow. So last episode, this bitch is like, or the last couple episodes, I don't know. She's like, okay, surprise. You either move to Kenya or you never see your son again. Mm -hmm. And now they've been living in Kenya for two months surprise you have to move to the u.s or you'll never see your son again this fucking bitch is always changing shit on him i surprise motherfucker you want to see your kids surprise motherfucker also i just want to say side note i'm no child safety expert but i don't know if like free handing a baby pawn the camel's back is that seems a little dicey to me so i just rode a camel for the first time in marrakesh Uh and um my camel's name was naima okay 
and getting <laughs> off and on i don't know how you can hold a fucking baby while you do that well someone must have passed it to you you know what i mean Oh, I guess that makes sense. This is why I don't have a baby. <laughs> I'm trying to get on a camel with the baby. <laughs> you can't. You can't let me have one, anyone. You can't. I know I've been working right, on this I fertility can... shit, but I, I should not be allowed. <laughs> Watch me get. No, I got it. You don't gotta give me a hand with my baby. I'm gonna get on this fucking camel. Oh, oh, shit, shit, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold the yeah. Hold the child. Pass it up to me, real quick, real quick. Um, so. Yeah, the 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 drama continues over there. And yeah, like you said, the goalposts keep shifting and there's a lot of like you need to apologize. It's like I didn't even cheat. And then she's like, "Well, then you need to not ever go to Ethiopia again cuz also like I'm not going fucking there ever again." And I have to say her reasoning for not going back to Ethiopia and at quotas because he made me look stupid. I'm embarrassed. Look, I'm still traumatized. Okay, you're not traumatized by the appropriate thing. Be traumatized that my man will drop off for 14 hours, and if your baby's got an emergency tough shit, you, he'll never know about it. Don't be fucking traumatized because you're embarrassed. Everyone in Ethiopia knows he has female friends. Get out of here. Yeah, it's she's just tired as fuck. Uh, and I just don't like, again, how everything's like essentially there's a lot of people in this show usually like the relationship will be so imbalanced it's like yeah and you will compromise on everything not to say that binium hasn't compromised but she is squarely now just turning it into up oh, can't go to can't go to ethiopia oh then we got to go to kenya up oh, don't want to be in kenya no more up oh, only choice is to move with me or never see your son again choice is yours but it's your choice because that's what i'm gonna do and yeah, the they go to talk to an immigration lawyer to kind of further this process along to say, yo, we got to, can we get this K-1? Was good with that? Can Benny come over here? And apparently, like, things are progressing or whatever. I was kind of checked out during that whole scene because I was like, this is fucking whack. But, um, I, but Ari still kept saying stuff like, you know, like, Binium still has, like, things to explain or, like, he still has to make up for some of the things that he did which still seem very unclear, and I don't know what that even means anymore. But, yeah, it looks like now the momentum is fully moving towards them going to the United States. It, <clears throat> yeah, the whole thing doesn't make fucking sense to me. They're such bad communicators, and uh, it, there's just no way that any... Uh, how do you undo a pile of I wouldn't have done that on both people's sides? Mm-hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm staring at that mess, and it's making me, like, dizzy. You know? It's like, all of y'all, like, did some shit in every single episode where I'm like, I wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. oh, I wouldn't have done that. Mm -mm. It's like, mm -mm. she's fucking wilding out with her ex coming to stay, and she's all flirting and dressing up for him. He's playing butt bongos everywhere. Like, y'all need to not have a family, but... All right. Yeah. It's, well, I think what the, the benefit is at the moment, right, that because of how aggressive she's been and, like, unilaterally just deciding things, it's completely taken the focus, like, off of it. Like, it sort of puts her as, like, being the main actor in the relationship. But, yeah, I here's the thing. Like, when it comes to his sisters, I don't doubt that they were even, like, 
being like, yo, you should go, you should go talk to my brother. You know, like his wife's like tripping and like out of town. Like I, I, I'd imagine that they would love a reality in which she, he's not with Ariella either. And I can see them fucking with her too. Like and telling them that they got all these people over and this, that, and the other. But also I think, you know, they may cover for his brother, for their brother a little bit. Cause if he was doing something like getting in revenge mode, then yeah, there may be something to cover up. But all that to say, it's fucking up because there's a kid involved and otherwise it could just be a normal mess. And I think that's, I think that's where it gets sort of, it, it things get sort of like cloudy or I get like super hyped up on one thing. Cause I'm like, God, this fucking kid is there. And this is just absolute nonsense. Like playing the playing dodgeball with the kid. And I also feel like you either think that, cheating happened or you don't think cheating happened if you think cheating happened you need to deal with that fact right and work on your relationship instead of just moving every two months to escape your fucking reality however if you don't think cheating happened then can you just work on the communication without feeling like uh you're constantly like making him being secure about his parental rights as like leverage for you guys to work it out mm -hmm. it's just fucking madness fuck them mm -hmm. oh boy well we'll see where this goes i mean i think from the last time we had ever like sort of pierced the veil by looking on social media it looked like he was in the u.s so yeah mm -hmm. i mean I, she didn't leave him a choice so yeah unless <laughs> she's like all right then fuck them kids Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you thought, get them. Yeah, that's fine. I'll turn this whole thing into the new Death Row Records. Watch me. Okay. Anything else? Um. Yeah. Well, that it end, ends with basically like he needs to go to Ethiopia mm -hmm. for uh the interview for his visa. Right. And oh. they have a call with the visa woman, and right. she's like, "You should go together." you should go and ari's like i don't understand why i would go and she's like because it looks really fucking shady and weird if you don't go to this incredibly important thing that involves both of you being together right, right, she's right. like okay but i'm embarrassed to go to Ethiopia. so again shit or get off the pot either this is the relationship you're in or you're not hey. Again? That's it. Either fucking don't be with him and then you're not going to Ethiopia and you're taking his baby and that this is it and you're a piece of shit. Or, you know, or you, whatever. Episode, don't overthink it. Nobody just, everybody's overthinking it. Um, yes. And also, you know, you could have figured out a way to share parental custody and without torturing each other to death, whatever. Right. right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, shall we move on to Ellie and Victor? Yes. Okay, and I, and I don't want to say this to be shady, but when I look at Ellie sometimes... I knew you were going to go here. She... Uh, I don't... I'm just saying... Tell me. Got a vibe like she could be like Art Garfunkel's love child. <laughs> I mean? They have a very similar shape and... They're like when her hair is sort of up and curly, you know what I mean? So I don't know. That's I, I thought you were going to say Richard Simmons. 
Oh, no, no. I feel more Art Garfunkel. Because there's just, I mean, I guess both that of them hair. have a, a lot hair. of forehead. It's Art Garfunkel hair. also a lot of yeah. forehead. Anyway, so. Uh, I guess the way I would put Ellie is when I look at her um, with her hair back or down, I'm like, is this sort of what I look like with my hair? <laughs> and then I stay up yeah. really late at night. <laughs> Just thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Do I look like Ellie?" No. Anyway, uh, shout out to Arthur Funkle. Shout out to Ellie. Um, but yes, they are still fighting. They've had this like fight happening for many this last episode. Like it got real, you know, uh, chippy, and they were talking about, well, you know, maybe I don't need to talk to you because you don't fucking understand me. You think everything's about money. She's like, well, maybe you don't need fucking money anymore that I gave. He's like, maybe I don't. She's like, okay. <laughs> and that could be that. And he's like, okay, I need to go take a walk. So like, yeah, that's a good idea. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I don't know if they shot the part where it actually made sense where the argument started because I didn't see it and I wouldn't rewind it because this whole section it, was really painful and the way she talks is really hilarious and kind of painful too. Yeah. No. Oh, was... so you just. <laughs> oh, okay. So just give, just give me my money back. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ben folds. Give me my money back. You bitch. Remember that song? Song for the dumped? Because that's you, I guess. And I'll just have pizza. I think we're both emotionally tired from this hurricane. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever seen anyone co opt a hurricane? Not like that. Can you imagine pretending an island you've just visited a little bit? (laughs) That you're having the same emotional reaction to its destruction as the fucking person. I am also like the hurricane in Providencia like got me too. So I guess, yeah, like we all kind of need a break right now. All that to say... That they also another couple worst fucking like communication skills completely incompatible and to the point too where I'm just more like there's not even good this one isn't like messy it's just like oh y'all suck together like just straight up like this this is the worst possible thing happened to this guy he's completely in a different mindset i guess we're both really feeling this ferguson verdict (laughs) i know it's like what are we gonna do like white supremacy is like a problem i feel like we're both (laughs) emotionally devastated from white supremacy right now (laughs) honestly like low-key <laughs> honestly i'm low-key upset over white supremacy in this country <laughs> oh my god okay please just... you wouldn't believe it but like the building where my pizza store was was like part of a redlined neighborhood like I bought like this older gentleman <laughs> like the property for a great deal and he was gonna waste it anyway, but like 
I get like how violent it can be. Anyway, <laughs> she, she's feeling it too. But the whole, the whole fight... uh, I just just them walking through the wreckage, and he's just like, "Wow, everything I know has been destroyed." And she's like, "Wow, our bar was gonna be right there." <laughs> That's the site of my future pina colada making. Oh no! <laughs> I don't want to be like a pessimist, but the tree that had like was having coconuts that we would use like was uprooted. So I understand what it's like to like sort of have things that are that matter to you like be erased. I lost my favorite Gucci bag on the way here. So I really understand what this hurricane took from you and your family. <laughs> like, I know what you're saying. Like, you're surviving, like, even before tourism. And I get that because before the neighborhood, my pizza store was fully gentrified. That was gentrified in. There were no customers, and like I had to ask my uncle for money, and yeah, like he can afford it, but like you don't want you don't want to be real about that, you know. So I understand the shame. Until I gentrified my neighborhood with my pizza store, I had no customers, so I totally understand what you're going through. So they this fight continues. Where, yes, she doesn't understand any, she has no idea concept of what, like, what he's sort of experiencing and what has happened. And having trouble, like, reconciling that with whatever she thought was going to go down and what her life has been up until this point. Um, and so it seems like they're just kind of completely on, you know, at odds and they haven't spoken. And then so the next day we see them, they still haven't spoken. She's like, I don't know if, like, this is what I want. Like, or maybe it's not even what he wants. This island is in shambles, just like our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, at least somebody likes me. This cat. cat. At least somebody here likes Somebody. Me. At least somebody <laughs> thinks Art Garfunkel isn't muy fea. <laughs> At least somebody thinks our Garfunkel was the talented one. <laughs> was he the talented one? No, Simon was. It's no, so it's not even like a un under underrated thing. Like, because I knew like Paul Simon, he went on big. That's the thing. Have you ever heard of a Garfunkel side project? <laughs> like, really popped off. A ninety day fiance, <laughs> the other way, season three, Ellie. <laughs> I'd say that little investment panned out pretty well because it's good numbers now and now we're talking about that and we're not talking about peace sign <laughs> um that's why garfunkel and oats called themselves garfunkel and oats because they were the other guy from both of those bands <laughs> that's true because daryl hall is such a ham uh that really breaks my heart that really really breaks my heart to hear that uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I think I'm <laughs> visually I'm more of a Garfunkel, <laughs> but I like to think I have the talent <laughs> of a hall. <laughs> I know you thought I was going to say 
say Simon. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You're one of the greats. You're one of the greats. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yes, they are. They're doing the best they can as Garfunkel or Oates, but in this case, Ellie, she's just like, again, she's destroyed. The relationship is a tragedy, much like the hurricane. And then I like Victor comes up. He's like, Hey, can I offer you a walk to talk some shit out? And she's like, sure, I guess, Victor. And, the, the, you know, they sit down. They start talking. And she's like, look, I'm sorry. I, I was shitty. Shit, was, shit went left. I didn't mean for that to happen. I really want things to work. And she's like, yeah, I was bad, too. And <laughs> you, like, resent me? Like, because I give you money? Like, do you have a complex you can't get over because you're so poor? Or is, like, that not going to be an issue? Does it make you feel completely neutered as a man for me to pay for everything and constantly rub it in your face? Be honest. Be real. Like, be real, right? Like, be really real right now. Like, or for real, real? Yeah. Like, on the scale of, like, pizza to calzone? <laughs> <laughs> You know how much Never you love me. Calzone is not good. Calzone. No. Oh no. <laughs> it's too much so, bread. Like also cause hurricane is the pandemic. So this guy, like then we cut to him and he's like, Yeah, like I want to propose to her. Like I feel like it's it's right. Like I I want to ask her to marry me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And he's telling her, he's like, look, you know, um, I want to ask you something like I, could, I had a ring, you know, but the, you know, the hurricane, which, and I'm not trying to belittle the tragedy, but like I would like in my twenties would have fully weaponized the hurricane for. Oh, are you kidding me? The shit I would tell people the hurricane took things, the hur things we lost in the hurricane. <laughs> that would be my mantra for the next five years. Yeah. They're like, it's, is she still fucking talking about the fucking hurricane? <laughs> yeah. They're like, why are you late to work, Sophie? I'm like, yeah, the hurricane. They're like, it was five years ago. Ever since the hurricane, you know, like, it's just been really difficult for me to, like, you know. My perception of time since the hurricane is really affected. Wait, so, yes, I'm late. Wait, wait, hold on. You, you you drove my car like you crashed my car into a light pole and you're not even drunk like guess what the hurricane does crazy stuff just for the record you are talking about hurricane andrew yes okay so just so you know just for the record mm -hmm. that was in 1992 that was 30 years ago almost okay oh. well the 90s are back so, <laughs> like, yeah, like my like baggy stuffs coming back and like the color, like you're like neon. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Look, put a choker on that hurricane because it's back. <laughs> oh my God, I got hit in the head with a Doc Martens with a flannel around its waist. Just hit me inside the head. Okay, um, so the proposal. He's ready to propose, even though the fucking hurricane took his ring. So you know he's devoted. He's like, hold on, let me... By the way, that's Arch. The hurricane took my ring. 
highlighted that immediately. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane took my ring. It's right there. Uh, yeah. So you're getting fucking. You got the the ring blown away. You're trying to improvise something. So he's like, "Hey, let me holler." Oh, hold on. Let me grab some real quick. He finds a little conch shell, and he's like, "This." I just want to show you this. This is like a sign of my love, basically. So actually, he starts with, and I quote. Do you see the beauty of the shell? Like very aggressively. <laughs> oh yeah, really, really, really set that up. Like really anchor that. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> and then he's like, "This shell and I want you to be our third. You're gonna shut off by fucking the shell. Go. I love you. You're my way. Uh, yeah. This shell is tighter than you are. Shell <laughs> is. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where was I? This, huh? Okay. Uh, the shell is a sign of my love. Therefore, will you fucking marry me? Even though we just had a ridiculous fight that completely un- highlighted how incompatible we are. Will you marry me? I was like, why are you getting... I, You know, we talk about this all the time. But why the fuck are they getting engaged after all this BS? Like they re- they really treated that shit as a solution. <laughs> they really did. Jewelry won't stop the foolery. Exactly. I we think they were both high off of the fight. Yeah. And the makeup. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, you're just no. you. You're just high off of making up off of <laughs> after mean, that fight. Thing, even if it was like just. An actual ring, no necessarily having any value attached, but a ring, an actual ring. But this is a seashell. We all know, propose with a seashell, the marriage gonna be hell. Okay. <laughs> That's just nailed on. That just came down to us from Jesus off fucking Mount Sinai, baby. Okay. That's not the way you're supposed to move. But hey, I love watching people thinking stupid gestures like that are gonna fucking. <laughs> okay um anything else just that when he talked about him getting married he said i'm gonna marry for the first time in my life it's gonna be a nice moment yeah <laughs> to me that is the most underwhelmed response it's gonna yeah. be a nice moment nice. <laughs> um oh, no like uh you know That's like when your food gets to your table while you're in the bathroom and then you come back to the table. That's a nice moment. Yeah. Or like, yeah, thank you. Wow. That was a nice moment. Huh? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So they're going to get married or something. All right. Let's move on. I think he means shell gauged. (laughs) (laughs) Love a shell gauged. Bonus. Oh, but I'll... what are you gonna do? It knows. <laughs> Shell gauged. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about Car- Kenny and Armando. They are one day away from their fucking wedding. Okay, Dude, and they're they're this... about to pull up to. The... First of all, I just want to say Truffles is dead. I don't know why they're carrying this little limp body around still acting like the ruffles is cooper stephanie's cat yes yeah yes yeah 
I mean, it's but even but Cooper would be like, "You like your yogurt, Cooper? You like your yogurt?" Truffles. I think if gone. I think if Truffles licked yogurt, it would have a heart attack. Yeah, or like if Truffles licked yogurt, like the yogurt would turn to cement or something. Because like it's like this, like it's like a Lord of the Rings character. I bet when it licks yogurt, it's all like sandpaper, like on dry stone. It's like. Yo, I'm... <laughs> what the fuck, bro? What's going on with the eyes? They look like shitty old fish eyes. You know, you look at the at the market, they're all gray and shit. Dog eyes look like it look like when Frodo be wearing the ring too long. <laughs> that dog's eyes are like. <laughs> It's got glaucoma on glaucoma, boy. <laughs> shit. Okay, it's so... cataract on glaucoma, a cataract on glaucoma. Cataract, bread. It's a Big Mac, honey. Okay, so they're stupid. This dog is alive, supposedly. Uh, but back to the. Its eyes are not even pointing in the same rough direction. <laughs> The jaw has unhinged from the skull. Completely. I'm pretty sure the jaw is back in the U.S. And they just moved troubles without it. Mostly, it's like corn husks. They shaped into like a lower mandible. It's fucking weird, dude. He's got like like George Washington wooden teeth shit going on. Okay, so... They can't pet him because his entire fur just comes fully off in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the dog is alive, though, allegedly. And uh, I don't even know what to say. I can't even. There's nothing really worth talking about this episode because, like, whatever. They're just the same stuff. I'm going to be honest. They're worried about their dad's homophobia. They're really worried about suppressing their ability to express their love for each other on their wedding day. And, yeah, Kenny's adult kids are shit. But truffles, though, back to the main. (laughs) What in the fuck? Did not smell at all. Is it like? Does it? It's gotta have a real stank on it. It's gotta be like an aged cheddar. Like, is the blood still pumping through the dog? Doubtful. Yo, have you? Do you know people who've had old ass dogs? I had a friend with an old ass Yorkie. Both eyes like fell out over time. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm laughing. And the dog like. What do you mean they fell out? He can't do that. Just are gone. I don't know. Like, <laughs> not fall out like marbles. They're not there. They're not there anymore. So, uh, are they just shut? No, they're they're the eyes are gone. The eyes are are gone. Like, uh, this yeah, is sad. Then, thank you. Shout out Haley in the in the Zoom chat saying it can happen to little dog. Like, I think one was a trauma. And then the other one just beasts the fuck out, like when it was 16 <laughs> years old. This is so sad and, and fucked dog, up. The dog is, I'm, I'm joking, if this shit's the motherfucker's still alive, the dog is 20 years old. Wow. It was alive, it was, last time I checked, the, the shit was 18, I remember. And I was like, and I would always trip out, I'm like, yo, this dog is still, I'm like, you're fucking me up. 
Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the age, though. So you're saying this dog is legal? <laughs> non one. <laughs> no eyes and legal? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Someone's been reading my diary. <laughs> oh, your diary. I want a fucking eyeless geriatric dog. Okay, make it word manifest. With just enough love in its heart for me. <laughs> it's a little beating heart for me in Providence. Yeah. Uh, um anyway. Okay. Do you, do you so whatever. All truffles talk aside. It, this this is uh, this is definitely like a filler episode. There's there's not much because they got to wait to unload everything for the actual wedding uh segment. So this, yes, uh, but I do have to say I thought actually was pretty poignant because him <clears throat> Armando talking about how he didn't know how to act mm -hmm. during his like first dance and he was so worried like where do my hands go? I've never seen two men yeah, dance yeah, together. This is that fucking Yeah. That was I thought real as fuck to show like what happens when people don't see any kind of representation and it's like you're overthinking it and you're so like mm. and then can you grow up totally differently it's yeah. like you know just be yourself it's going to be fine just be natural and it was not he couldn't even like relax about it and then he was like well i think it's like if we kiss like isn't it disgusting right. and then kenny's like i don't want the word disgusting yeah, associated with the way associated with our marriage and i thought it was like very beautiful and he was also really patient with him about like hey you know relax and blah 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 but i just thought like shit this is so real and um yeah it was yeah and it, i was really just very much i was touched by how much again because it really felt like he was so in his head he's like how long should we kiss like what kind of kiss can it be what is it yeah, do, do I, is it like mm -hmm. not a female, my female? Who is it? Yeah, I was like, damn, this is all that. And on top of it, just thinking of like what his dad's gonna do. I saw the preview of that next episode. His dad is pulling up in some like he looked like uh like a dude from Demolition Man time. Like he had a future suit on. <laughs> or was that just me? I think with his wraparound and shit. He looked like evil Knievel, but with a sombrero. Yeah. Was it Evil Knievel? It felt like he had like a band collar or something. He oh, had... I thought it was like white and sparkly, the whole thing. Oh, well, were you on mushrooms? Like, wasn't it super sparkly? Like, light was beaming out of it? <laughs> yeah, was it not? <laughs> and you could see breathing? Is that, were we not all watching the same suit? <laughs> like, your hand would like have these trails behind it? No? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anything else about them? Um... Yeah, just that that was real as hell. Yeah, real as hell. All right, let's keep talking. No, fuck it. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back after this, because that's what we're going to do. We're just going to take a quick breather, and we'll be right back. America's so fucking tight. America, America. Hi, we're back. Uh, and check out Switch to Watch Sweet Beat. I'll pour Blenny by Beyonce. Double Corey and Evelyn. So, this guy, man, El Cachudo, man, he can't stop. He really can't. 
And I've this was a very interesting moment in the show because you, we finally got to understand how his family looks at this situation. Uh, because this part starts off with him FaceTiming his brother. He's like basically saying, like, yo, my wedding's in two weeks. I have, like, Evelyn has a huge guest list. I literally have nobody coming for me, except for maybe uh, Evelyn's sisters who are coming for me in the sense, like, they're trying to fucking gut me. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, I have nothing. So he hits up his brother on the FaceTime and asks him what his plans are. And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's that's what that is. Uh, I'm not gonna be there, and I was like, "Damn, okay." And he's like, "You know, you know, it's COVID, bro. Also, like, we don't really fuck with you anymore." Because... It was pretty amazing how he's like, "Um, yeah, but also we don't like Evelyn." Mm -hmm. Right. But have fun at the wedding. <laughs> he ended that shit with "Have fun at the wedding." Are you fucking kidding me? And he really was like. Well, you know, like, if you want it bad enough, um, you'll do, like, you'll get something done, right? Uh, so. And he's like, look, bro, uh, you used to be my best friend. And we've actually grown so distant since you've moved. And also, when Evelyn was living out here, it was a fucking disaster. Dude, it was like a fucking nightmare. Like, and then they flash back to her just being like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the room. <laughs> dad's like hey haven't seen you much he's like yeah it's like this place sucks so i don't really want to be exposed. <laughs> all right i'm gonna take my bowl of food and go <laughs> she's such a piece of shit yeah and you remember too that that whole thing was she was basically like hated him and hated living there so it how i remember watching that flashback i remember when we were talking about that at first shout out the vault um where the like it was gave her a pretext to break up with him for for nothing basically that it was just to create an impossible scenario like, this motherfucker ain't gonna do all that shit so i'm like yeah yeah if you want to like move out there and sell all your shit and like start a life with me out there then go ahead and learn spanish well he did but he didn't do that nope he did well actually he's doing it when he's like hola amigos I'm not saying he's great, but he he did communicate to those people on the boat <laughs> about holding that sign. Yeah, he was he was hitting you with that very uh, low energy. He's not even you fucking with Duolingo. That's how little he knows. But he's just doing. He's getting by off brute force. Um, so yeah, uh, you also you know like the mom apparently doesn't like to travel at all. So he is not going to be. Nobody's going to be there for him. It's just going to be him, El Cachico himself, and then Evelyn's family in a non-religious wedding because why is she going to have a God wedding if this is going to end in divorce? Mm. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I mean, the number one thing I want to talk about is what do we think like is behind what the brother was really saying to Corey, because to me, and, and maybe I'm reading into it, but I don't think so. Um, cause I'm literally perfect in every way, no no. Way. <laughs> but I think that, you know, when the dad died, mm -hmm. she like the mom and Corey's brother were probably like, it would be really helpful if you, like we're there to help 
Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't think that he thought that that was important enough. And so I think since then they're all like, have not forgiven him for it. Cause the mom was like really broken up. Right. It was like a very sudden passing. Yeah. And I think he just left them to deal with it. And I think she could have really used. Right. I don't know. Oh man. Well, he's, uh, he's, he's in a pretty whack spot. So, cause all he got now is he's trying to catch up with Raul. Okay. And they go to some skate park. Like, Hey, what's up, bro? I got my skateboard. Not going to do anything on it. Um, but this is what the producer gave me as a prop because they, we rented it off a kid for 10 bucks, but him, uh, being at Raul's apparently caused a lot of problems when they were broken up, when him and Evelyn were broken up because he was there for a couple of weeks. And then apparently as he says it, Raul, Raul invited me out to dinner. And then there was like some girls there. There are two women there. And then he posted to social media and I said, don't post it because Evelyn's going to think something's going on. And he posted it anyway. And then, you know, Evelyn's like mad at me. So eh, that was, I kind of told you to not do that, Raul. Uh, Raul uh, invited me to dinner and I, I didn't know that there were going to be females at dinner. Yeah. Dinners for males. Everybody knows that females right. at dinner. Yep. On Instagram story, of course, Evelyn was upset. Don't do that. That's a lot. But uh, yeah, and he forgets again. Uh, Raul is against. So Raul is such a delicious, messy little bitch that he just keeps showing up and throwing like just huge. What's the word? Uh anvils <laughs> like from the top of a building right on top of evelyn and Corey. it's amazing yeah no and he's i mean but at the end of the day he said his vested interest is to be with her eventually you know like he he said that in the tell-all we've talked about how this has been like his he said he like loved her and i'm just i need to go back to my notes just to reference it, because I feel like, yes, uh, he loves her. That's what I remember. Fantastic. But just the fact that knowing that he fucking betrayed Corey, he still has the fucking nerve to be like, well, me and Corey used to be good friends. But, you know, then he stayed with me and never called me again. And neither did Evelyn. Yep. And I've known Corey for seven years. I'm not just his best friend. I'm his only friend. And I've known Evelyn for 10 years. And I can't oh. believe they didn't invite me to the wedding that I have tried to ruin multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> his fuck? attitude is mwah. He is ridiculous. You know, and he, like you said, he really thinks he's getting into that motherfucking wedding. And he's getting in his head, too. He's like, I can't believe Evelyn got none of your people coming. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. Wow, she's really, you gonna let her do that to you? Just fucking think about herself? Bro, that's pretty fucked up. I don't know about you. And, yes, he's very bummed about not going to the wedding. But what I think is, like, just so fucking, like, really funny to me is that he still doesn't really look at Raul as someone who said, he wants, like, as someone that wants them to break up. Like, he's not he's not able to, the way he moves, he looks at Raul like, he's so naive. Even though this- Corey's a fucking idiot. He thinks Evelyn doesn't hate him. 
He's literally betrayed his family that actually loves him for who he is and Jenny that somehow did too to go back to Evelyn who has openly hated him and given him a cuckold nickname around the village. That's why, again, I think this is going to be a disaster. They deserve each other because I'm also kind of it's just it's wild to see how cold his family is to him. I really am curious to know what else is going on. Yeah, I want to know what happened specifically. Mm -hmm. All right. Shall we move on? Yes. Then we have to move on to Jenny and Samet. And, oh, man, it's a... God, this thing, it, it, we're getting closer to maybe seeing something that looks like an ending for this because Sumit has quite literally ran out of nearly every excuse you could have to not get married. Like, it's really, it's really fun to watch it, watch him become like cornered from a lack of excuses anymore. I've never seen anyone sweat so much yeah. inwardly while having complete terror in their eyes. When you realize that the deadline can no longer be pushed. Right. So uh, it starts off with him saying, look, uh, I got to go to my mom's place. I go to my, my parents' house because, you know, I'm a nephew now. My brother had the kid. So I got to go see. He's my... not a nephew. He's an uncle. But that's cute that you said that. That's a 420 bone bone. He has to go see his nephew. You said he is the nephew. I gotta go see my nephew. Oh, I said I'm a nephew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, nephew. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Young nephew, and he's like, they gotta watch a priest bless a child for you know a fantastic life and all that other stuff. And then Jenny is like, so I guess I'm not invited, huh? Like, so just family, just no outsider, freaky people from the desert, Smith, whose toenails give you life. They're not invited at all to see this blessing, I guess. She goes, I don't know. so can Jenny come next time? <laughs> she literally thought that maybe she'd get invited if she pitched it as though it was another person. She's like, oh, you know what'd be fun? If Jenny came. Oh, we all love Jenny. That's that's a mind trick. This man has driven this woman so bad shit that she's now talking about herself in third person to try to go to a baby's event. Well, ain't that some shit? It's more like you know, she. I don't give a fuck about this baby. I want to be at the function. You know what I mean? I want to go to the cookout. Yeah, and you can, but you know, you might. Dude, have... I would kill to not have to go to shit like that. To do, sh yeah, just in general, like somewhere like it's like somewhere where it's inappropriate to be high. Yeah. That's like too much pressure. And like low key, low key high. I'm not saying you're going to chief a low key. There, but like, you know what I mean? I'll like vape before in the car, keep it respectful. You know, of course, church themed something. But other than that, like if it's like, oh my god, did you smell? What the fuck's wrong with? Yeah, you? yeah, you can't get weed high. You just can get vape high. That's it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. So, um, she's not invited because yeah, she's a fucking grimy ass outsider, and her mom is mom still. They're not playing that shit. So, you know, her whole thing is like, well, they need to get used to it, Smith, because. You know, we're getting, you know, we're going to be getting married in 30 days. They're not going to have a choice at that point. Like, they, they, there's nothing to do to stop it done. 
I'm going to be a family. They better do it. They better cram all the events in now because then I'm there. And then he's like, so like, you know, um, you remember like the lawyer that we saw about the wedding. So like, I kind of told that guy to stop the process. She called to confirm and I was like, Nah. Had to confirm. He didn't want to fuck his life up like that. When Jenny looked at him, it was almost like she was she was already manifesting it. She was like, that you stopped the process. Exactly. I already know Samet. And I don't know what's worse. If I just gotta I don't know what's going on. He's like, yo, you need to calm down. Cause like you're not gonna force me into doing nothing. I know it's going to take however long it takes. Are you fucking stupid? Both Dude, it's been like 10 out. years. It's been eight, nine years. Oh, my God. They are so fucking sad. They're truly like... And I feel bad. You know, Jenny, man, she really, she played herself sticking with this dude for this long. She could have been at, you know, at Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. Fucking make her booty clap by the fucking private pool, that other little pool at the side because all her was a golf course. You know what I mean? But when she found out he wasn't Mike Jones, no, that was her fucking out. Instead, she gave this dude eight years and her fucking retirement money. Eight years of your like life's runway, like nah, motherfucker. I was supposed to land the plane on that bit of time i just gave your ass now i gotta crash land my shit into death okay that's a little grim and she but... also had diarrhea for nothing diarrhea for nothing like it's different if you enjoyed the food but i don't think she does and also had to watch like the mom and dad like deep cleaner it was some fucking wild shit mm. wild so and that's why i'm like you know i would want to be mad at either one of them I'm like y'all are so Fuck, at this point you're like this is a see this is why i like this one because it's one of those stories that um there's no kids involved so it's just two dummies two big old dummies <laughs> playing themselves like, really one dummy one you got you know she has a family one smart guy yeah so go back marry some you know retired fucking like i don't know whatever the guy who used to work on an oil rig or some shit and has like a desert place and, and do your shit there so um she goes to the temple because, i could see her in arizona yeah as long as it's the desert you know that's her that's her thing no like like at, like what's that artist in sedona isn't there like where the artists are arizona, like yeah. i could see her making some fucking pots over there do you she doesn't i mean look i'm not trying to judge a book by their everything i've seen on this tv show but <laughs> i don't think she's very creative I mean, I didn't say the pots would be good. Can you imagine? They're just like these masterful, like minimal, like they're like, no one has thrown pottery like this in 300 years. And then Seth Rogen just like signs her to her own line on his house plant. Oh, then what is it? It's like, yeah, so what it is, is it's like a toenail ashtray. So yeah, and it's a clipper at the same time. And if yeah, if your teeth are aren't if you're they're dull, then you can just kind of move, you can shift them. But what we do is it's just a place to put your trimmings if you want to keep them for later. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's a, it's you. It, it looks like it's for Keith, but it's yeah. not. It's it's actually not for weed at all. It's for your toenails. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. No, no, weed is bad. That's for jazz musicians and you know and looters. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I live in Arizona. Uh, so yeah. Uh, she's so frustrated though with him. She needs to go to the temple. You know what I mean? She needs to go and get her. Hare Krishna on get get her fucking vibrations right, and she gets there and she she sees the homegirl Shakti Mata that she spoke to like the last time she went to the the temple, and she's like, girl, I gotta catch you up. She's like, how are things? She's like, yo, everything's so different. You know, the mom's out the way. We're trying to get married, but now this man, we went to the fucking office, signed the fucking papers, initiated the wedding sequence, and then. Behind my back, he calls the fucking lawyer and is like, we got to dead this shit, my guy. Halt the fucking process without even telling me. And I love watching, like, normal, like, reasonable people, like, have to intersect with, like, the problems of the people on this show. Because any normal, like, you know, relatively uh, not on a TV show person, you'd be like, oh, yeah, don't do that. That's a mistake. And this was time for Shakti Mata to be like, okay, so I'm sorry, what? And everything you said about him is true? Oh, yeah, that's bad. That's all bad. She goes, the fact that he's stalling speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where's the love? Is another question she asks. Where's oh. the love? Oh, where is the fucking love? That, I mean, honestly, and then she said, no, seriously, Will, I am. Where is the love? Because I don't see it here. It, I, I don't know where it is. And again, even she said it. Essentially, what she said much more, in a much more wise way was more like, don't play yourself for this dude. Why aren't you looking out for yourself? Why are you playing yourself in your own like par parody mockumentary about your sad life? You're playing yourself. And are you a player piano? Because you are playing yourself. All right, player? Exactly. Because that's not how players go. And if you're a player, you're not playing yourself. Can you feel me? Uh, but yeah, was not feeling it. She was like, you need to go home, honestly. <laughs> she was like, you should go back and just bounce on this dude. Fuck this. What the fuck and I love that Jenny thought that that was a strategy. She's like, oh, if he's yeah. away from these toenails, he's going to realize what he's been missing. Nope. That's not yeah. a strategy, Jenny. He's uh, saying stop being spending your retirement on this man and go live your life. She's doing this to like solve a problem. She sees it as a means to an end. It's not that actually I'm going to for once reorient my life to take up for myself. It's oh, that's a good idea. If I break up with him, then his ass will come back. Yeah, that's really good. And I also like how she's told as Jenny, she's like, Why are you always pump faking, fool? Why are you keep <laughs> I don't know fucking doesn't believe you because you ain't about shit so get the fuck out my face okay I'm, I'm fucking tired of this shit but like you're saying an opportunistic breakup won't cause a wake up we all know that who <laughs> you can fucking nail on your head this episode so yeah so i think that's it i hope everyone was had a great time it's wonderful to be back doing the damn thing with each and every one of y'all Again, www.420dayfiance.com. 
check out we got a merch store over there you can grab some wonderful little designs and we're gonna have new ones coming out on the regular now yes on the regular and we will continue drawing them yes except for ones that are too complicated of an idea that we physically cannot mm-hmm. and that will be the only ones we don't exactly but you will see some interesting wonderful quick merchandising happening now so check that out and also please consider supporting us patreon.com slash 420 day fiance uh, where you can get access to the vault and you know some super spreader events which we're going to be having one coming up right at the end of this month um also obviously twitch.tv slash 420 day fiance at 420 day fiance pretty much where you can put an at sign i guess with that there's one thing to say that's it i've been sophia alexander you can find me at the sophia s-o-f-i-y-a you know courtney Kosak? i know you fucking know courtney yeah, you know, <laughs> no, I like that. Well, I know Courtney like that because she's my co-host. My other podcast, Private Parts Unknown. We're talking sex, we're talking culture, we're talking travel. Okay, I got an album. Just search my fucking name. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you the fucking <laughs> album. If you get fucking, you will search that shit. Also, yeah, maybe I got some live shows, but you gotta check the bios. Okay, for that. All right. And as always, I have been Miles Gray. You can find me on Twitter and IG at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And of course, you can check me out on my other podcast with Jack O'Brien called The Daily Zeitgeist. And you might see Sophia on it this week. I don't know. Yeah. If you're on the stream, uh, it'll be Wednesday's episode. So buckle your buttholes up for that. All right. Choo-choo. We love you. Take care. And it's good to see you again. Bye. Bye. Love you. 420-day fiancé.